Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hi, happy campers. Hey, happy campers. Julia here. Sammy's also here, as always. And we are joined by some special people who actually made a little road trip out of their no, happy campers they came, podcast. They crossed state lines for happy campers. We call this a three-state day when we come from Pennsylvania through Jersey to a destination in New York. <laughs> yeah. Three-state three day. We love those. So we've got Pam and Dave. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Pam, Pam and Dave are an adorable married couple. <laughs> we have a camp nickname, kind of like, you know, Benefer back in the day. We're known as Pave. So, <laughs> pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's, yeah, our, that's like pretty innocuous. Thanks to the CITs of 2013 for giving us the nickname. That's right. Pave. All right. So we have Pam and Dave here. <laughs> Pave in the house. Pave in the way. <laughs> Both of you individually are really big camp people. But what we want to dive into in this episode is what it's like to work together at camp and working with your spouse. Um, okay. So first, so you work together at Camp Canada. Densis. Excellent pronunciation. Canadensis. <laughs> Even better, Julia. I just said it with more confidence. <laughs> she did. So just to qualify, we've been married about five years now. And in my wedding vows, I promised that at home we would compromise. But at camp, Pam is the boss. And that is true. Uh, I work there only during the summer. And her and her co-director, Brian, are the boss. And I'm just a team player. I just play on the team. So we've, that's how we manage our overall thoughts about working together. Yeah, so two months of working together and 10 months of you know, separate career paths. <laughs> okay, so did you bring Dave to camp? Yes, so okay. Dave and I are actually, we don't have an exact anniversary, but we met a decade ago at the American Camp Association Tri-State <gasps> Conference. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. I know you guys Hot and heavy in Atlantic City. That's right. Next, and then next you, week Did you get married year. right there and, in Atlantic City? No, but five years ago, <laughs> I was pretty sure he was going to propose there, but um, some, he, so it was I was going to try and propose five years ago in front of everybody at the general <gasps> session. Yeah. But then they... Uh, they enlisted Hillary Clinton that year to uh, speak. That's the key. That's the only not, thing yeah. that could one up a proposal. Yeah. So I did not even bring it up. <laughs> and when I did bring it up afterwards, Susie and Samara, who worked there, both looked at me and said, yeah, good decision not to <laughs> ask us. Because uh, they would have said no. Any other year, maybe. You can't upstage year. hills. Yeah. No, I don't think it would have anyway. <laughs> so we met at Tri-State. And that first summer of us dating, he came and visited me at Canadensis. And that was his first time being at a sleepaway camp. But he was a day camp director at the time. So he falls into the weekend warrior category. Mm -hmm. Wait, but so what were you doing at ACA? You were there representing the day camp? They yeah. let day camps in, too. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> they do let us in. And I also, I've been speaking at Tri-State for quite a long time. Oh, I, I worked at, at ACA uh, before I went to the day camp, but I've also been speaking as a presenter there for a while. Okay. So I think I was speaking that, that year as well as working at ACA. 
and Pam actually noticed me as a room host at one of the rooms, one of the sessions. Like he was the guy who was collecting the evaluations on the speaker. Mm, hi. And I was like, like, you were like, hey. He's coming yeah, with a like, job. And like later You're that like, night. You're like, my number's on mine. <laughs> well, later that night at like the Gaga tournament that they were hosting. Yeah, the epic Gaga tournament. I caught up with him and that's uh, that's how, you know, the, the whole romance started. We exchanged BBMs. Oh, oh my God, BBMs. So Pam had to teach me how to use BBM yeah. first. That was the first step. And yeah. then the next And then you day, were her only BBM or you she was well, your only BBM yeah, contact. The only one. <laughs> and then the next day I was trying to BBM her, which I felt pretty good about, and she didn't answer for like hours and I was talking to one of my friends. There's no service address there. Well no, it's <laughs> there because wasn't. Pam is an excellent student. And she told me once she answered that she doesn't communicate while she's in a session because she's busy taking notes. Really focused. Very oh. focused. Yeah. Mm, she was trying to make you wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, she was playing the game. Out. She's the one who uh, came up to you, yeah, and now she, she needs to make you sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? No, I was really focused. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. No, I was really, I promise. Super, super I was really focused. focused. I wasn't thinking about you at all that day. <laughs> I still, it I my still mind. approach Tri-State the same way. Like, I used to go to Tri-State <laughs> when I was in college as, like, part of my spring break. Like, I view it like a week of college for camp directors. Wow. Um, so, yes, I still approach it that way. I leave with, like, pages and pages of notes. And I would never text or BBM, even my future husband during a session. Or her current husband. But now I'm used to it. I don't even try. Wow. <laughs> okay. okay. That's so, so you met. You brought him to camp that first summer. Just as a visitor. Just as a visitor. He was still a day camp director. And you were only dating for like four months at that point. Yes. You know, the difference of um, running a camp in the Poconos is that it's not too far from like Mm -hmm. the New York, New Jersey area. There's no flights involved. He could just come up on like a weekend to visit. And I think one of the first times you came to visit was our tour and more weekend where we bring in like visitor rookie campers for the weekend. And obviously I don't have that much time to spend with the guy I'm dating when he comes up to camp. So I was like, "Um, hey, why don't you like take this group of like 60 kids over to the pool? And he was like, you know, just a a miscellaneous helper from the very start. So the first night I was ever at camp, they put me on duty in a bunk with like the oldest group of boys uh, and there were a lot of questions about who I was of course and who I was to Pam yeah and my go-to was her special friend oh and then when it came to where do you sleep there's a place for me at camp to sleep but where is that place and I said you don't have to worry about it but it's a, it's a separate place it's fine uh, it was an interesting evening yeah. let's just put it that a way a hammock in the woods yeah. <laughs> yes. by the time the staff member came back at 12 30 after the staff meeting or in their night off, I was pretty ready to, <laughs> to go hide somewhere. It was many, many years of Dave visiting camp before he started to work for Camp right. Census. Um, Pam, you mean get on the payroll? Friend. It sounds like no. he was working immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, just for the food, though. It was just, just to eat. Uh, but it was five summers. Yeah. Yeah, before I was actually officially working there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Five summers? I think. Yeah, you know, it's weird because, like, he got his tenure jacket last summer, even though we'd only been dating nine years, because you count, like, the first summer when you're right, visiting. Right, right. So this, yeah, he had been visiting for five summers, but it was four years into our relationship. Right, five summers. When he started to work on the payroll at camp, um, and that was a really big summer for our relationship, because I was sure I was never going to get married. Just 
everyone in my life knew like I just did not ever see myself getting married I really loved this guy we had loved spending time together but it wasn't until his first summer working at camp that I realized I pretty much had a third of my year where I was like not sharing my life with someone you know as the camp director was like my solo gig he would come and visit we'd eat a meal together or something but when he spent his first summer at camp the way everyone in camp responded to him and loved him and how much I loved working with him started to make me think like should I marry this guy? Oh my god, I have chills right now <laughs> from hearing that. I'd also like to point out for those of you, because I know you're just listening to this podcast, I'm also incredibly handsome, which helps. It just took a while to sink in. I, I can be stubborn. <laughs> um, okay, so he came to camp and was on the payroll. What was his? What was your title? So the first summer. I wasn't supposed to be on the payroll. I had just left my my job as the assistant director of a day camp in New Jersey, and I was starting a new job, which we'll talk about later, about running a master's program in camp administration. And it was remote, so I could work from home, and I didn't have an office anywhere. And that summer, I really intended on taking it easy because yeah. I had been working so hard for so long during the summers. But they needed somebody to be there to help because they had a head counselor uh, who, who was new to camp and was hired a little bit late. And Brian, Pam's co-director, asked if I could be up a little bit more to kind of help out with him and another head counselor who was fairly new to the job. And it just turned into a, I was there every day full time as pretty much a floating head counselor. Yeah, yeah. And that just led into me never leaving. So, <laughs> so then when he came back the next goes. year, what next was your Next year I was the senior title? boys head counselor. Okay, cool. Senior boys meaning teenagers. Right. right. So Teen 13 up. and up teenage boys at a co-ed. The best job. But like at now any you camp. have a better answer for where you sleep, right? Like exactly. <laughs> And who I'm you are still, to Pam. Still in a special place away from Pam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a couch in our cabin that I sleep in. <laughs> Um, okay. And so how was that transition? It was great. It really, you know, I think the advantage for us is the way that Canadensis is set up is that Brian, who's Pam's co-director is really in charge more of the staff and more of the camper issues Mm -hmm. where Pam really during the summer handles more of the programming issues. So I don't necessarily have to directly report to Pam although she's in all the meetings and we still communicate a lot and we share two dogs that are very important to us that we split time walking. Well, not so much during the summer, Uh, but it was nice to not have to be her direct report, I think really helped and just being there together. And like Pam said, having meals together, ending the day together, you know, waking up in the morning together and having those moments, I think was really, really helpful for us. You said that in a romantic way, but we don't end our day or wake up in the morning together. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my God, coffee in the morning together, a little no, whiskey I at see, night. I wake up when you get in really late and say hi, and then when you leave really early, I sort of wake up and say goodbye. <laughs> I do hear grumbles from him. And in camp world, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you'd like have a phone call once a week. Exactly. And you're far away. Yeah. Um, how did you end up at Canadensis? So, do you Pam. Want, do you want me to go, like, deep in? Yeah. Go right. deep. Do it. All right. I'm Give us your camp history. Um, I'll, I'll skip day camp, because as we've established, day camp is <laughs> Hardly not Irrelevant. Um, but I went to Timberlake camp growing up. Cool. And I know you guys recently had a great episode on Timberlake. Woot, it's woot. where I think all of my artistic 
abilities come from. Do you know Robbie? Yes. <laughs> we both know Robbie. Who doesn't know Robbie? Shout Honestly. out to Robbie. Shout <laughs> out to Robbie. <laughs> See you next week at Tristan. I left um, camp to do American Trails West teen tours. Okay, cool. I don't know if cool. you talked to anybody in the teen tour world. We but haven't, but we are curious about that. Yeah. My Dave friend and Brian I really per- wants to come on the pod to talk about his teen tour. He hated camp, but he loved his teen tour. It's a really special thing. Plus, Dave and I are big travelers. One day we plan to live in an RV and travel and do in a the tiny house so dave wants a tiny house my vows back to him where one day i vow to park my rv at his tiny house okay um because we want both <laughs> things but i would like to travel um so american trails west really opened me up to like travel and the ability to see so many things it definitely sparked my love of that um i did a summer in israel then i did a summer interning in london for a photographer the only other job i ever really considered besides camp director was photographer and at camp i get to do both things I yeah take a lot of photos and stuff for for my camp, camp photographer <laughs> um and i did that summer in london with my best friend jen so shout out to jen if you're listening um then i worked at a day camp for a couple of years the lost years yes it was great <laughs> we don't talk about those ever. good, good experience my first summer is working with kids which was awesome um and then i went back to work for american trails west and a teen tour like atw doesn't have a facility to run staff training so what do they do they rent a summer camp what mm. summer camp do they rent Canadensis. so I went there to get staff trained for ATW um, and I had a great summer working for ATW but while I was at camp just for the few day training I fell in love with Canadensis and knew that that's where I wanted to work wow wow so, so was that like you loved the setup of the camp and and kind of the vibe there or did you get to know any of the Canadensis staff I got to know a couple of the people who were like you know around who were pre-camp staff um, but really it was just the setup it's wow. a beautiful private lake um, so much of it felt similar to my Timberlake days but um, yeah it was great to like be back in a sleepaway camp setting and I applied the next year to work for them and was hired to be a counselor and evening activities director so I started working at Canadensis in college but after you graduate college every camp has like maybe four staff positions you yeah. kind of have like to be full-time right yeah. place right time exactly yeah. especially in the earlier 2000s <laughs> they were not as robust full-time staffs yes right so when I told people I wanted to be a camp director you know I often heard the answer like does your family own a camp like right. that's the only way you get to be a camp director or are you going to marry someone who owns a camp? Um, but I was really lucky to go work for the JCC Association for a couple of years. So I became a day camp director straight out of college at the New Orleans JCC. Um, a few years later, I transferred back to Sleepaway Camp at Pioneer. I know you spoke with Lauren mm-hmm. recently. Um, and I was at Pioneer for three years, which is just down the road from Canadensis. And Canadensis would reach out and say, like, hey, we might have something open. Are you interested? And it didn't feel like the right time to, to move over until 2010. And so I was able to go back the summer, you know, that we first started dating. And oh, wow. I have been with them since 2010 all the way through. So this is going to be my 12th year Wow. At that's a good story. You always like trying to work your way back. Like something really clicked with you. Yes. I knew I was going to 
move wherever the dream job was. And once I, once I found Canadensis, I knew that that was like, you know, the bullseye, the target I was like going for. Um, I didn't care where the office was. They could have told me I had to live in the center of the country. I would have done whatever it is to be there. So, so now I live in Philly and get to have my dream job all the time. And do you guys want to hear my like cheesy camp line? Okay. You can't spell camp without pan. Still it's works. a good one, right? Now, Dave, have you gotten that uh, inscribed on the tote bag? <laughs> on uh, something? Is it tattooed it's somewhere? It's really just in my head. <laughs> yeah. And you can't get it out. And it's like, but where's the Dave in that? <laughs> <laughs> he came later. He came later. <laughs> He's out getting Not coffee. really. It kind of came at the same time, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's out getting coffee. Yeah. Um, okay, so talk to us a little bit about the program at Can- Canadensis. We are a traditional, well-rounded summer camp, seven-week session. So the kids come for the whole summer and a little bit of everything. So a little bit of art, sports, adventure, and aquatics are built into every single day camp, as well as a lot of choice because most of our kids are with us for You know, they're signed up when they're seven or eight years old and they're with us still when they're 16. So the program's really meant to evolve and grow with you as you get older, give you more choice, more trips and things as you step up and become, you know, the the leaders of camp. Um, It all culminates in your CIT summer, which I know a lot of people have amazing memories of their CIT year. At Canadensis, it's kind of how you define yourself. Like, I'm a CIT of, you know, whatever year you kind of say. Um, they lead color war, they're role models to younger campers in the bunks. And one of the, you know, I would say the marks on my camp history profile is that I was never a CIT anywhere. Mm. So I personally never had a CIT experience. Oh, wow. And I think that's why I love working at a camp that has such a strong program because vicariously I get to like live through them. <laughs> but you know, I was never a CIT either. Even though there was a CIT program at the day camp I had growing up. But instead of being a CIT, I was the maintenance boy yeah. instead. Uh, I decided I wanted to work instead of be a CIT. And uh, it was not pretty, I'll be honest. I was a pretty scrawny kid, so working maintenance at 13 was pretty tough. Uh, but I didn't have that experience either. So now we're living that our CIT year together every <laughs> over year. And over. over and over. Over and over. It's like it's Groundhog, like Groundhog Day. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how old are the CITs? They are 16. 16, okay. Yeah. That's such a... Like, great ripe age yes they also be go like to here's responsibility mm-hmm. and they go to disney for a week during oh. the yeah dave's dave's angle to try and host that you know chaperone i that went trip. once <laughs> my first summer i actually got to go that that first they go summer. to disney yeah. disney by for plane. a week by plane that's yeah. not that different like we send our kids to canada how is that any different <laughs> and disney's like it's so pretty much awesome fun. i know we <laughs> need a passport to get to canada yeah, yeah. we used to do a canada trip but when the passport thing came in we were like you know what let's go someplace else and now they go to dc which is another trip dave really loves to run yeah, DC's fun with DC with in the summer trip. is not fun. I live there. It's terrible. <laughs> well, we don't do any of like the school trip stuff. What do like, you do? We do the fun. Oh, we go to Top Golf. We go to. Oh. We go to some of the museums, but not a lot. Which ones? Air and space. Yeah, they're natural they have history. To kind of choose American their own. history. I spend those my are time, the top three. I set up at the Gallery of the Arts, mm. which is my favorite museum. So that's where they all know to find me. Mm. It's very quiet and peaceful and air conditioned. Very. <laughs> well it is uh, not as well attended <laughs> so they they can find me there with a, usually a coffee uh if they need to find me um, but they love my cell phone they so. love georgetown georgetown yeah shopping yeah yeah, yeah yeah we've gone to tyson corners we before. actually do this great nighttime tour of the monuments mm. and oh. found this amazing guy who would probably be 
your favorite teacher ever at school is it my dad teacher? because like literally anytime we have anyone come in from out of town he wants to drive them around the monuments <laughs> Mine at night too. with like a deep historical knowledge oh, of dc amazing. when my like, guy retires yeah we should we should let us see we're gonna find out the name of this yeah actually maybe tim and seymour should start a dc tour company they would just be really funny he's very patient and he gets on the bus and he just he'll do whatever we I ask him yeah it's it's fantastic oh. and the biggest highlight of that trip is actually on the way back to camp we stop at the Turkey Hill ice cream factory oh, <laughs> yeah. if you haven't been go now <laughs> drop what you're doing and every you know every trip has that item that you buy that proves that you like did the bobsled in like class uh-huh. or whatever mm-hmm. so everyone gets the tie-dye turkey hill shirt that's oh, like yeah. how you prove you went we have a bunch of those yeah yeah the best place ever. <laughs> okay i'm getting great recommendations right yeah now. i'm excited <laughs> um and what's like the day-to-day like at canadensis uh, I feel like you guys have two very different day to days. Sleep till noon. Yeah, I wish. So our days are, are very different. Yeah. I'm no longer a head counselor at Canadensis, mm-hmm. so I've taken a little bit of a step back. I have my own consulting company. Well, it is me. So uh, I have to spend a little bit more time outside of camp, especially in the beginning. So I'm not a head counselor anymore. I have a different role now as kind of a an HR kind of role with staff and mm. mediating issues and support and running a couple different programs. So my day is very different than Pam's, I'm a little more unstructured. I don't have to go to the morning meetings anymore, which is kind of nice. Not till, I don't sleep till noon though. I show up for breakfast every day. Uh, but so Pam's day is a little bit more. I like your, I like your day. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's a light I'm one. My emails like are done. Camp. My talk's done. I'm just going to tan. No conflicts yeah, today. This guy doesn't tan. Yeah, I, the minute I said it, I was like, he doesn't <laughs> and we also you know to give it more structure we don't call it tanning we call it lake appreciation because oh. like sometimes like i just want to be by the lake yes but uh, yeah I remember well, a nice perk like, is that i get a little, yeah. little color yes <laughs> so my typical day at camp um Gosh, there's been so many people who have tried to get me to write down what my typical day is so that I'll know where all the time goes. But um, <laughs> I try to get up and moving around like six so that wow. I can get a little bit of quiet time in the office to catch up on whatever I missed from the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, our morning meeting starts at 7.40. One of the best parts of my day is when I leave that morning meeting, Dave is walking our two camp dogs who oh. were previously mentioned. Um, what always, are their names? Give them it's really us. cute. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brock and Ellie. And if you say it quick. Broccoli. Broccoli. (laughs) They are very cute. Yes. Very beloved by all Canadensis campers. Um, And then (laughs) we get into the day. Um, Canadensis, one of the biggest traditions is we eat breakfast, send the kids back to the bunk for cleanup, and then you come to an all-camp morning lineup where everybody is together to start the day with a dance party. (gasps) Huge, so fun, action-packed way to start the day. What kind of music is playing? I whatever the young people who are in charge <laughs> put on. Yeah. it's not our decision. At all. <laughs> we just make sure it's the edited version, right. and then they right. can go crazy. Uh, the 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 cool thing about it is that so at Canadensis, as Pam mentioned earlier, there's this private lake, and maybe ten or fifteen years ago, they built an amphitheater. Over coming from the dining hall overlooking the lake. Wow. So the entire camp sits 
you know, 750 or whatever people, including staff, sit together every morning overlooking the lake. And the stage is, is, you know, 100 yards from the lake shore. So it's just this really, every morning you wake up and you're kind of, wow, wow, this is amazing. That's so nice. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's so pretty. And I joke that the name of our camp should be like Camp Canada Dances because we dance. Like, I know there's camps. It seems like Walden's a big, like, cheer and song type of camp. Yes. I know we are kind of like pioneering the camps that like dance. We are, we are the I dancers. I've heard stuff where they meet and they do sing, like they start the day with singing. Um, but I like the dance. Yeah, I like the I like dance the party too. Yeah. Dancing's a big evening I'm activity for us. Probably one of the biggest honors you could have at Canada Dances is to win all camp MTV night. So your bunk mm-hmm. comes up with a dance to your favorite song. Oh. You have to compete against your division. If you win, you get to go to all camp. Is there a lip sync as- aspect to it? Or is it just it's more, it, it's more on more the dance? The more about the dance. It's about yeah. the dance, okay. the choreography, the, the uniforms. Yeah, oh. all of that. Wow. Love yes. that. I usually host that. I'm a good MTV night host. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty MTV proud of that DJ. skill. Yeah. Yeah. And if you win, your bunk's you know bunk number and year goes on to the Krugie. so brian who we've mentioned a couple times yeah. he's my co-director his last name is krug somebody a number of years ago asked like what do you get when you win all camp mtv night it's such a huge honor well you get nothing like all good things in camp it's like a win nothing type of game but pride, pride yeah we, we spray painted a kendall with you know gold hair and now it's the Krugie. and if you get your bunk number on the Krugie, i mean it's pretty much bragging rights for wait does he like but like don't don't they run out of space on him like yes <laughs> the Krugie is in my car right now because i need to go get him like mounted on some sort oh, of like before pedestal. that we need to get <laughs> photos of the Krugie. i will send i will send this amazing you know, <laughs> so to cool. you guys, so i'll share um you might have like Krugie one Krugie two yeah so um after lineup dance party ends then we share announcements about the day we play a bunch of games all together and then the kids go off to their morning activities and this amphitheater has a loud sound system that you know everyone in camp can hear the music we have an awesome like good morning song you guys want to hear it you might we'd be love to it. hear absolutely. it absolutely i'll go find it um and let's see oh i'm not on so the day is really split into two pieces, right? So you have this morning lineup, and then there's three activities in the morning, and then three in the afternoon. And it's kind of split up half and half. Great. Um, with a rest hour? With a rest hour. Yeah. Gotta have a rest course. hour. Um, we have something called free play as well later in the day. One of the biggest changes that I made at Canadensis was I realized we used to have our six activity periods, and then we would shower before dinner. Yeah. And, you know, at dinner, we used to spill on ourselves, you know, yeah, yeah. Camp dining halls are messy. And then after dinner, we would have free play and the kids would get right back on the basketball courts or in the lake. So those showers were not lasting. They were done. Yeah. <laughs> so we flipped it. So we have our six activity periods and then we keep on playing through free play. Okay. Only rule dur- during free play is that you can't be in the bunk. So you can, you know, get anything you want out of the bunk if you want to play jacks or someplace. But um, yeah, you got to be outside still playing. We go to dinner. We're still dirty. And then after dinner, we go back to shower. That's good. It's like a calm down kind of yeah. So my first, Routine. one of my first days there is a day camp guy, which is, you know, a very structured world, right? Yeah. So counselor in the front, counselor in the back, stay in line, you know, very like go to your activity. Yeah. I showed up and I'm outside and free play starts. And I kind of look at Pam and I'm like, 
there's all these kids just walking to activities. <laughs> and she said, yeah, it's free play. They can go choose their activities. I'm like, camp is like their backyard. They live here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was it's so safe, like, it yeah. was so different than what I've been used to. But it's awesome. I mean, and they do really get to choose some, some really fun stuff that they love. Yeah, free play is just your chance to like go do more of what you feel like you didn't get during the day. So like more basketball, more gaga, and lots of like fun, different one-off things are open. Like I actually run an avocado aficionado club <gasps> at camp. And I teach kids all about the amazing fruit that is the avocado. <laughs> we have made guacamole, but I'm kind of known for my green smoothie Ooh, at yeah. camp. So I'll run like a pop-up free play club a couple of times during the summer where the kids can all come and like learn how to make this smoothie. I get hit up for the recipe like twice a week during the rest of the year. <laughs> um, Pam has also made it her mission in life to teach mahjong to a new generation. So she also has a really robust mahjong program at camp wow. that has taught probably hundreds of kids how to play mahjong. Yeah, we're trying to single-handedly lower the age of mahjong. Are you guys players? My I've, mother. I've never played. I did see that. I did watch Crazy Rich Asians, though. Like, yeah. the whole end scene revolves around Mahjong. Yeah, but, like, it's such a nice way to see your camp friends. Like, you guys should have, like, a Walden alumni, like, Mahjong I Well, crew. I need to learn how to play, so can, yeah, I, I'm a teacher. can I get Happy. some tutoring? Yes. <laughs> certified <laughs> Mahjong instructor. Self-certified. Self-certified. Yeah, I just, um, I'm interested and fascinated by literally, like, everything like everything in the world is interesting to me and whenever I'm excited about something I always figure out how to like do it and bring it like into camp so that's why I oversee the program side and the trip side and all the doing that we do in camp because I'm just such a hobby type of person like I just like to do so it makes sense to you know bring all that like into camp love that and um yeah my day is split between like doing and being out and bouncing around between kids working with our program department and also media departments have mm -hmm. really grown in camp a lot so i oversee the media side of um what we're capturing and showing parents are you taking photographs i do i run the pam cam so yes. pam cam the pam oh my cam. god pam is a good name yeah to me. <laughs> I, it's good to remember it's not just so you know it's not her real name we're not going to reveal what her real name is but it just really worked for camp yeah. so it was a decision that we've made to just go that's with fine it. and we respect that we respect that <laughs> So we have an amazing team of photographers who get pictures for the website, but the Pam Cam has a rule to it. So like every day I have a theme. So today's Pam Cam is jumping photos and mm. I'm only going to take pictures of you if you are jumping or, Funny. you know, back to back, like Charlie's yes. Angel style photos. Hug a tree. Hug a tree is a big one. Yeah. Totem poles is probably my most most What's famous that? one you have to like stack your heads on top of each other mm, i like that yeah totem poles are a fun one there's lots of fun i mean, I mean photos with the dogs are always a popular yeah one. that's a yeah. long day who does for the me dog like to hang out the dogs like to hang out with more at camp so so one of our dogs is a little bit of an older guy brock uh, brock is older he's the senior rescue <laughs> senior rescue yeah. so he spends a lot of time in our house at camp not how, whatever you want to call it. In the uh, air conditioning. In the air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> kind of just like looking out the window a little bit. Yeah. Ellie, on the other hand, so we just got her right before last summer. Aww. And she's an amazing dog with kids, with everybody, really. She's just super loving, but she's completely obsessed with Pam. Uh, they're kind of obsessed with each other. <laughs> and she follows Pam around everywhere. So even when Pam goes into the office, and Ellie's not always allowed in because there's a lot going on in the office, Ellie will just, she'll run around a little bit, but then she'll end up on the deck 
of the office just staring at the door mm-hmm. waiting for Pam to come back outside. Yeah. Uh, she so so Ellie really spends a lot of time with Pam. She's oh. like the dream camp dog. I mean, and what a good life for a dog. What kind like. of dog is she? She's another mutt mix. Like she kind of looks like a lab that never grew. Yeah, we'll she, feature these photos on yeah. the Instagram. <laughs> we love some photos we, of we Brock and Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, my day during the day when kids and activity are happening, like I want to be outside and and like around it. That's why the day starts so early and runs so late so I can get all the real work stuff done and those like, you know, times of day. Um, I run the camp Instagram. So if you guys follow, you'll know I'm the person behind the scene. I kind of view myself as somebody who's like making a summer long movie about camp. (laughs) And um, it's so nice to hear from like alumni and people who aren't even like connected to camp right now who like can't wait to watch the story on their like coffee breaks and stuff. Love. Yes. Wait. Okay. So now I have a couple more questions. Color war. Is it huge? What's the deal with color war at Canadensis? I couldn't work at a camp that didn't have an unbelievable color war. (laughs) Okay. Aggressive. Yeah. It's probably the reason I'm a camp director is because I like need color war in my life. Oh. It's five days. The whole camp is split onto the blue team or the gold team. So bunks are split right down the middle. When you're back in your bunk, it's green time because blue Mm -hmm. and gold come together Mm -hmm. to make green. Um, Dave and I are members of the white team. The white team. team. We always win. Undefeated. We are undefeated because we are the judges. Yeah. Okay. Neutral. Switzerland. I have a very important role. I've had this role for a long time as the scorekeeper. Mm. So I've taken that very seriously to a whole nother level. And I keep track of scores and announcing them. And then I do the final announcement at the end, which is probably, I mean, I, you know, I'm a busy guy. I do a lot of different stuff. That is probably the most stressful 15 minutes of my entire year (laughs) is counting up the scores and announcing them at the end of the of color war. I, mean, I love how, how Dave is like matters. I'm a busy guy I announce the color war score yeah. I host MTV night yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of stress you laugh but it's a lot I know? like that There's you take it seriously because when we talk about color war and, and the kind of the vibe at our camp it's like oh that matters that ma-. and it's like does it really is anyone keeping track at Oh, I have parents at home. Someone's keeping track. Dave, can you redo that math? I don't think you added those 4.7 points correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our color war is an amazing five days of, like, spirit and kind of wraps up all the things we did in the first six weeks of camp. Has its place in, like, the color war week. Um, And it's sort of graduation for our CITs Mm. because they are the leaders of color war. um, And parents of CITs are invited to come up for color war sing. Oh, wow. To watch it live. It's, It's sort of like the end of their camper experience so the parents are there to be mm. able to like be a part of it um and the parents oh, come awesome. decked out in blue or gold they make personal they like, custom t-shirts <laughs> oh my gosh they wow. like can't wait so everyone they're has like been... jeering the other side it's awesome <laughs> no no sportsmanship I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nicely no no, nicely. no sportsmanship yeah. <laughs> wow so it's a super super amazing week of color war and probably like the best week of my so and cool. color war break is something that you know it's always been kind of a dream to know about how it all works and comes together and at canadensis it's just myself and brian matt who's our operations director and neil the owner of camp who know and plan the color war break so we keep this thing top secret and everyone just assumes that i'm going to tell this guy right. as pam's special friend <laughs> for 10 summers now what when is color war breaking what are the teams what's happening and they do not believe i literally have no idea idea. There was a year that Pam actually 
when we one of our earlier years, she was she does they do a fake break every year, and yeah, usually yeah. there's like a fake T-shirt that goes with it. And she was making the T-shirts in our cabin, like ironing on the decal. And I had no idea. And I said, "Oh wow, I got to see the teams ahead of time." And she didn't really answer me. Then afterwards, she said, "Dave, do you think I would really be doing this? <laughs> Come on, buddy." Yeah. So he was watching that year. I think we made it seem like um, Barack Obama was coming to camp. We had like, a limo, yes. and thanks to Jason Calabretta, who works for NBC News, we got like NBC News like clips about Obama's coming to a camp oh in, in the Pennsylvania area. Camp so this, yeah, <laughs> this limo drives into camp, and it's his first time being there, and he's like. Like, this is real. And I'm like, you saw me make the t <laughs> That's not the real one. I didn't make them for all, you know. All They're very camp. good at it. Love <laughs> a fake so break. Yes. Love a fake break. Yeah. Um, once you're on a team, when you're a camper, like if you get put on gold team your first year, you stay on it the whole time, your whole time, or it switches every year? Switches every okay, year. Okay, that's what ours was too. Yeah. When you're a CIT, your family members are guaranteed to be on your team yeah. so that they're not like rooting against you. But every year we wanted to just be fair. So whether siblings are together or not together, we're just doing it based on like trying to split and make the teams as even as possible. Yeah, there's a lot of time put into making the teams even. Yeah. That's something that we take really seriously. So there's there's a few people involved in that process and they're it's pretty intense and it 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 turns yeah. out pretty well yeah. every year. It's always pretty close. Yeah. And um, when it's your 10th year at camp, you become a lifetime member of Canadensis, like your 10-year jacket says lifetime member. And it's customary to paint your nails for like your 10 years at camp. So mm. if you were gold team, blue team, oh, that's so cool. like, do I your like pattern. that, your pattern. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Oh, I can amazing. see the Instagram post already. I know, I like <laughs> it. Fingers with your jacket. Yeah, perfect. So yeah, we've done some cool color war breaks, things that Dave hasn't always been, um, you know, let in on, but I've had to sneak around him a bunch <laughs> when we're close to color war break, like the year we broke it in the middle of the night, because the teams were good morning gold and blue after dark. Ooh. So when do you break color war? You break it right in between morning and night. And um, yeah, that break was at 4.30 a.m., but we had wow. to test it a couple of times. So I was like sneaking out of the house, like <sighs> hoping I wouldn't disturb him. And I really take this serious. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. There's a lot of passion here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure every husband would be okay with his wife sneaking out you know, uh, so often. To go meet up with three <laughs> other <laughs> men. Yeah. Yeah. To plan some yeah. I was okay with it because yeah. she didn't wake me up. So yeah. Yeah. And at Canadensis, our teams have themes. So there's always like different themes every year. And I would say pretty much all of my friendships in my like real world are all built around other people who are obsessed with their camps yeah. and love to give me color war theme ideas or break suggestions so if you guys have any just know i'm like we'll I think about it the phone. we'll think about it always ready we I, collect okay we, yeah yeah okay, i'll think on that um all right wow. well that was so good yeah that's episode number one did, of two with these guys which like can't you, get enough you did a Lucky great job of, of making sammy and i feel the special way which is when we hear it and we go i know like, i want to go, go. <laughs> you never played your song Oh, oh yeah, maybe this will be a good like um, end to the episode. Please. Yeah, this song is called "Dance Party." Good morning by Max Frost, and it is how the kids like start their activity day. Oh, yeah.
Yeah. Oh, I like this song. I know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning. You, wait, so you play it through the loudspeakers? Yeah, but... We have like these giant speakers on the stage. So we'll play it on the stage as people are going to their activities and just blast it. Ugh, love like, that. For the length of the song until everybody's gone off to their activities. And a little mm-hmm. bit after, too. Love that mm-hmm. song. Yeah. yeah. So That's good. So, cool. so fun. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yeah, it was a blast. We, I love hearing that. Yeah. sounds dope. Yeah. I like it. Come visit. Um, Come visit. To. Any listeners who are find, looking for a great camp to work at or send kids to in Pam the Pam runs the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody Insta wants to Pam. looking for a job this summer, <laughs> get, in get in touch with Pam. Get in touch with Pam if you want to work. Insta Pam. <laughs> yeah, Insta Pam. If you're looking for like Food ideas for your kids. Go to Canadensis Eats on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's a popular oh. one. Last year, we separated out our meal coverage. It has its own Instagram page oh, now. Oh, yeah. well, I love talking about camp food, so maybe we'll do that in the I next I think you episode. guys have good food. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sounds it sounds like, like you have like really our, good food. Our color work coverage, How's the grilled cheese? a lot cheese? of Instagram live. <laughs> good not my favorite okay all right our color war <laughs> coverage that's mostly instagram live is pretty amazing okay we do like on the on the field you know live reporting it's pretty oh my amazing gosh. wow love, love that Wait, and pam what is your favorite meal Ooh, we have quinoa bowls at camp, which oh, are amazing. What? As a vegetarian, it's probably my favorite meal. Okay. But also avocado toast. Avocado, for yeah. Well, great. you're a big avocado okay, person. Pam, avocado smoothie. So, the past couple summers, we really upped our Saturday night is every night. Saturday night is barbecue, hot dogs, hamburgers. Yum. We have completely upped the game. Shout out to Matt Unger and Chef David. So, this, now it's like. They're amazing, first of all, the, the burgers themselves. But now we have a pickle bar. Mm-hmm. And as like a Jewish kid from New York, <laughs> give me a half sour pickle. Oh, yeah. oh, I love a half sour. It is just, it's <laughs> yes. heaven. It's Saturday nights are heaven for me. Uh, <laughs> and last year, we did like a Shake Shack, Canada a Shake Shack uh, night. Yum. Where like the special sauce and the crinkle fries, like, yeah, amazing. barbecue next level. Wow. Mm. So okay. I love camp food. Love. Um, all right. So catch up with Camp Canadensis, um, Instapam, Pamstagram. I can keep going. <laughs> um, and uh, find us at Happy Campers Podcast. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, yeah. Throw us a like. All right. Thanks, Day- guys, for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Day is done. done. Gone the sun. We out. <laughs> Bum 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 b